I hope you're tucked in. Cause you are now in bed with Dr. Sue. Hey you guys, this is Dr. Sue, and I'm back with another Summer of Domination show. Today my guest is none other than our very own Goddess Belladonna. It's been a while since I've had her in my bed, and it was time for a catch-up session with the Traveling Dom. Belladonna is actually living a lifelong dream of traveling in an RV and seeing the country, and from the sounds of it, maybe inadvertently educating the RV park residents along the way. This is my interview with the great goddess Belladonna. You guys are so lucky today because I have with me the one, the only goddess Belladonna. Say hi. It's okay. She forgot, she forgot to say pain in the ass and smart ass, but I... You're the queen of all things, my darling. You are the queen of all things. <laughs> How have you been doing since we last talked? Because it's been a while since you've been on the air with us. Oh, my gosh. Um, I've been doing really great, and a lot of things have changed. So, first of all, hello oh. from Morgan Hill, Northern California. I am no longer in Las Vegas, and I have been living a dream that I had for about 10 years almost of being on a full-time RVing adventure. I'm the nomadic goddess now. Oh, the traveling dom. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> I love it. I just thought when you said you were going to do that, it was like, ah, oh, that is so adventurous. And you've seen so many wonderful places, you were just saying. Yes, beautiful places and uh, super friendly people. And I have to tell you and everybody else, you'd be surprised how open-minded RVs are. Really? Yes. Well, you got to think, I do my night flirt calls out of the RV. I do my filming and my recording out of the RV. Mm-hmm. And RVs get really hot during the daytime when it's warm outside. Right. So the natural thing you have to do is keep windows and doors open. So when a door on an RV is open, this is kind of like the invitation of, say hello, stop on by. Oh, no. And if you've been on calls, that's got to be kind of awkward. Well, in the beginning, I try to keep things quiet. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I've always been open about what I do, but I don't need to wrap it in either. Oh, no, exactly. But that didn't work too well, especially after I was on a phone call with a little faggot one day. And someone (laughs) walks up to the door, and just as they're walking up to the door, their hand goes up Mm -hmm. to knock. Out of my mouth comes, I want you to shut the fuck up, get on your knees, stop making excuses, and suck that big fat cock for me now. (laughs) And welcome to the neighborhood, baby. I'm telling you. It was so funny because the person knocking was a guy, okay? (laughs) Did you open the door and he was on his knee? (laughs) (laughs) No, I got off the call. I got to the door and he stood there. He says, I am very sorry, but I am not sucking a big fat cock for you, no matter how much you tell me. I'm straight. Now, I looked at him point blank and said, I can fix that for you. (laughs) but after that i realized that hiding what i do is not a good idea and so now if i meet people who are extremely social and that like me and they like to talk to me i tell them i am a dominatrix i do phone sex calls i'm a fetishist and if you come to my door you may hear things that will turn you red 
and make you want to slap your ass and call yourself Nelly. So um, <laughs> you might want to wait till I go outside before visiting with me. <laughs> And you said they've been really good about it? Amazingly so. Uh, I had a couple who just kind of looked at me funny, but they didn't say anything. They didn't stop talking to me. And then most of the remarks I get is, wow, that's got to be interesting. That is so cool. Tell us about it. Oh, that's great. So, folks, the vanilla people out there are very open-minded. Dip your toes in the water. And let's not prejudge and just assume that nobody's going to understand who you are. And I think we do that automatically. We kind of hide who we are sometimes just in order to get along with everybody else. You just kind of, it's just easier that way. So, okay, you've been traveling around. Mm-hmm. And you're doing your clips. And I'm doing... You're also writing books. You've been writing a lot of books. Yeah, I do a lot of book writing. Matter of fact, I need to write some more here pretty soon. I realized that I haven't done anything for the Infernal Toy Box as far as books go. Uh-oh. Lots of short stories, you know, on Nightfoot, of course. But I want to do something for my Lulu bookstore and my Amazon bookstore. So do you do like little short stories and and sell them on night flirt for your subs to read or are they tons, more tons, tasks? No, tons of them. I do oh, both really? stories, cool. tasks, mm-hmm. humiliations, whatever the hell I feel like writing. I put it out there, buy it. I don't care. <laughs> I write what amuses me. That's beautiful because now you're doing what you like. Yeah, definitely. You know what? I went through a, a kind of a stretch of time since we talked last time where, you know, I had quite a bit of weight gain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm glad you're bringing that up because let me just say right off the bat that the information that you sent me, the, the pictures that you sent me to put on your show page, the first thing that jumped out at me was the word fat, mm-hmm. which and I thought it just sounds so harsh. Yeah, I know. And you know what? I've I've had people really you know you shouldn't talk to you about yourself that way but mm-hmm. honey let's be realistic i am five foot five i weigh 246 pounds i mm-hmm. weigh a size 22 24 i have a big beautiful jiggly gorgeous adorable cuddly belly okay <laughs> um i'm fat i am not bbw by fattish standards that stops at a size 18 after that you're just fat (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so cute okay so is it an acceptance thing for you in other words i'll call myself fat first Actually, it's uh, three things all rolled in one. The first part, yes, it's definitely an acceptance of myself thing because I had stopped filming altogether when that weight gain happened. Mm -hmm. I went from 190 pounds. I was always a big girl. But I went from 190 pounds to 246 pounds, and I cried looking in the mirror. It, It was horrifying to me to see myself this way. It takes a while to get used to yourself. It takes a while to love yourself again. And then one, you know, and and if somebody made fat jokes or somebody said something about, oh, she's so fat, I took that really personal because how else are you going to take it? I mean, I was fat. Honey, I have people asking me if I'm pregnant. (laughs) By the way, how can you not? How can you not tell the women? How can you not tell the difference between a pregnant woman and a fat woman? Yeah, don't go there. Yeah, well, the thing is, for me, the fat sits in the stomach. 
So my stomach looks further pushed out. So I literally, from the side, look like I'm pregnant. But anyway, so it was that. and, and that So how did you get over that? How did you just come to terms with it? Uh, I looked in the mirror one day, and I had lost a lot of submissives over it. And not so much because... You did I, really? Yeah, not just... Not really so much because I had gained the weight. I think it was because I lost the confidence. Ah, gotcha. Okay. And um, one day I looked in the mirror and I looked at myself and I went, this is all a bunch of crap. (laughs) This is still me. This is just a bigger me, a more mature me. And Jesus Mm -hmm. fucking Christ, there is a lot more to love on me. And if you don't like it, go screw yourself. I don't care. And I thought, okay, you know what? It's time to stop hiding. There are men out there who love fat women, just as much as some that like petite. Men love women of all sizes. You know, that's true. It. That's very, very true. And everybody sees something beautiful in somebody else, or they don't like it. And and what's the difference? So I decided I am going to go and start filming again. So cool! I, that's awesome. I removed all of my old clips that I had, mm-hmm. I archived everything. Uh, you can find some in the membership section. If you go to satanicgoddess.com, you can find it. But most of it is gone mm-hmm. because I didn't want them to compare me. I uh, wanted them to look at me as I'm now mm-hmm. and fall in lust and love with me the way I am now. I am 45 years old. That makes me more mature. And that's exactly how GoddessBelladonna.com ended up being fat, mature, and fabulous. <laughs> I love it. And that's also the name of my clips, one of my clip stores, Fat, Mature, and Fabulous. And how has it been going? God, I was shocked, 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 shocked. Really? It, it, um, the suppies are still, the real-time subs, we'll go there later. Um, <laughs> but... I had new clips up and audios up, and within the first week, they started selling. That's awesome. And I was, I sat here, I was doing fishy faces. I was going up, 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 up. I expected <laughs> it to take several months for them to get used to me. The new you. The new me. The improved you. Yes. The fat, mature, and fabulous me. That's and uh, they must have been hungry because they didn't care. They were like, yeah, she's back. (laughs) And I looked at myself and I'm like, you are an idiot. You could have done this a long time ago. But everybody learns in their own time. Yes. And it's actually a good thing that it took me that long because by that point, if it would have failed, I would have been able to take it. I'm glad it didn't. Mm -hmm. But I could have took the hit and not let it destroy me at this point. I was already confident again. Tell everybody, um, because let's say, obviously, people who don't know you who are listening to this, Mm -hmm. how did you become a dumb? Oh, jeesh, by pure and simple dumb-ass accident. (laughs) Because something that I want everybody to know about you, Mm -hmm. that some people know, some people don't, Mm -hmm. is you were a submissive. At one point, 
Exactly. But I was like, oh gosh, now we got to go back. Okay, I'll keep this bullet <laughs> point. Um, I was also an exotic dancer at one point. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where my start happened. I was, I have always had a love, a passion for manners. Can't stand mm-hmm. rude and crude guys. And if you are crude and rude to somebody I care about, you're going to have consequences. And that's really where the story starts because I was up on stage and we had this guy that came in all the time who later on turns out to be a submissive, but I had no idea because I didn't know what a sub was. I didn't know what the dom was. I am not a sandbox mistress, okay? I didn't stroke off. That didn't happen. I was 22 already. And um, anyways, he made one of my girls cry. She was younger than me and she was my girl, goddammit. So I decided to go over there and in very specific to me personality, taught him what I found out later on would now be considered a public humiliation lesson. <laughs> oh, wow. And he was submissive. He must he, absolutely. He, he did. He's still thinking about that. He is still thinking about oh, it. Oh, God, yes, he is. He did not come back for three weeks. <laughs> he was that humiliated. But after three weeks, now I got to mention he never tipped, not the waitresses, not the dancers, and he was an ass, okay? No manners. Coming in in a three-piece freaking suit. This was the CEO of a company. So a complete jackass. By the way, hi, Jimmy, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Yes, I remember him dearly. So, But three weeks later, he comes in and he sets a $20 bill on the stage as a tip when I'm dancing and then he ordered me a glass of red wine for the table and he asked me that when I'm done if I would please be so kind as to give him the honor of my company very good I was impressed very much so so I came around and then the first sentence out of his mouth after he pulled the chair out for me treated me like a lady pushed the chair in he asked me ma'am may I ask you how long you have been a dom and I looked at him going what (laughs) what the hell are you talking about a mistress I don't fuck married men. <laughs> and he explained it to me. And he was also the first quote-unquote professional sub I ever had. He basically taught me. But I got hungry. Once mm-hmm. I had the taste of it, I wanted to know. I needed to know. This was me. Mm-hmm. Pure and pure. So I went and I did a 24-7 submergence training for six months in a dungeon where I actually went from being trained as a complete novice bottom over to a virgin mistress. And to a, uh, to a mistress, I had to learn to use the tools as well as feel the tools, tools on me that a woman can use. Obviously, I can't use a cupcake. And then after that, I was a dominatrix for many, many years till I ran into a very special man who I fell in love with and I tried to be a sub for, and I was that for a few years. Uh, actually, How did that go, though? Did you, did not, you not, enjoy it or did you no, hate it? Not very good. I just, mm-hmm. I tried my best, but it is not my personality. Right. So, lesson to be learned is this. If you're not submissive, if you do not have a slave soul, don't try to be it because you will feel very miserable. I ended up developing anxiety attacks. Uh, He couldn't come anywhere near me with a rope without me fainting. It was a mess. I finally gave up and I said, I just can't do it. I returned back 
to being a dom, and that mm -hmm. does not happen overnight because everything changes you. But I got to tell you, in retrospective, and a lot of women and guys are going, oh, that's bullshit. No, it's not. It has made me a better dom. Yep. It's made me more empathic. It's mm -hmm. made me more understanding. A hell of a lot more patient, but it also made me more demanding. And I can be a bitch, but I'm never a cunt. Very good. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So I would never, ever say I regretted this. Mm -hmm. I am afraid to ask that. What is your biggest regret? My biggest regret on, on what? On the this, this sub thing? On anything. Just in life. I don't have any. Way to go. I wondered if you were going to say that. I honestly don't have any. Everything that happened to me, everything that I endured, both good or bad, was there for a reason. Some of it, I wish it wouldn't have happened, but it made me the strong, fat, mature, and fabulous woman I am, you know. Um, <laughs> that's my tagline these days. Hey, I'm proud of it. It is. I, I love it. It's perfect. I'm proud of this thing. Uh, you should be. It's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, it, it's just made me who I am. If anything in that would have been missing, I would not be me. Okay, so now you've become, you've gone back into domination, obviously, and, you know, you pretty much live that from that point on. Yeah. If a sub is going to approach you, though, what sort of things are you into? What are your favorites? What are your kinks that, that you love playing with subs with? Okay, real time or online? Let's go online first. Online because it, there's a certain things that you just can't do. Oh, absolutely. Online, uh, CBT... Top of the mm -hmm. line chastity, cut control. You know I like financial domination. To me, that's a tie into most things. Erotic puppetry, smoking fetish. You can hear me smoking. I tried. Wait, back up, back up, back up. Yeah, back up, I back. tried to stop. It didn't work. No, I don't care about smoking. Back up further. No, <laughs> erotic puppetry. Yes. I okay. I discussed that seriously. Erotic puppetry. You know I do religious fetish. Well, yeah, you're doing the satanic goddess thing. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And erotic puppetry ties very much into it. It's mind fuck, mind manipulation. It is mind retraining and is literally enabling, encouraging, leading them into letting go of their stupidity when it comes to <laughs> a repressed life. And in right. my infernal toy box become satanic little puppets and that literally means there is no guilt you dance on my strings and i break the bondage you had to religion and i set you free to be who you're oh. supposed to be under my that guidance. is so incredibly cool i have a lot of fun with it you are doing such an amazing service to people i try but you know what how many people are afraid of this Yep. Because, of, because of the word satanic. Yep. And I, I mean, I even wrote on some blog posts, no, thank you, don't want to eat your children. I'm not going to sacrifice your dogs either. And by the way, <laughs> I do have morals, just not yours. Yep. It's a taboo thing almost. Yeah. Like as soon as you start messing around, oh, you know, it's a dark thing. Okay. First of all, there is no dark things. It's only dark if you put a meaning to it to be dark. Exactly. You know, and it's like, only kinky the first time. There you go. After that, you know, everything's easy. So what projects are you working on right now? You got any books in the works or oh, anything going well, on? Well, the Infernal Toy Box is one of the projects. And so what's that going to be? Uh, it's going to be just 
puppet mind conditioning and writing. Uh, exactly what I just talked about. Okay. Setting you free. Talking about the seven deadly sins. <laughs> Beautiful. Talking about how they actually are a necessity in your life mm -hmm. to make you not just, you know, exist, but to live. Yeah. Because to feel. To feel. To mm -hmm. experience. Talking about surrendering yourself to your desires without the feeling of guilt. Or shame or blame. Yeah, exactly. You know, knowing how far you can go, and it's a different thing for everybody. Explaining what it is to be the satanic goddess. And I even go further. You know, a lot of, of the ladies who do religious fetish, they mm -hmm. say they are servants to Master Satan. I don't. Okay, don't get scared for a minute, right? Are you ready for this? <laughs> are you ready for yeah. this? This is no sound effect. I am the female Satan. You will obey my wishes. Slay! Very good. Holy cow. There you go. I explained to them that I am Satan in the female form. And, oh, I got to tell you, the first time I did that to the puppet, because I do it on the recordings, and everybody assumes. Right. I dark It's someone else? No, they assume it's just all noise and sound effects. I darken it a little bit on, on the recording because right. it's better to hear. But I did it on a live night flirt call with a faggot. I get a lot of faggots. <laughs> a lot of sissies, too. There's a lot well, of whims out there. It's because they're so, they feel so guilty, and it's it's so unfair. There's That's so many whims. Cutie little wimpy. So <laughs> okay, anyway, that was mean. Sorry, I take it back. Not! <laughs> I was going to say, what are, what are you, crazy? Not. They know me by now. They should know me by now. If not, you better get to know me. But um, I, I did that on the call. I, I did a nice little thing sound. And Satan wants you to suck cock for him. He wants you to surrender to your need to suck cock. And the next thing he hears is that voice I just made. And the, what I hear on the other end is, holy fuck, holy shit, holy damn, oh my God, she really is Satan. She wasn't kidding. Oh shit, oh shit. I sat here with my hand over my mouth so I don't die laughing. Exactly, because you don't want to break character. That would totally screw it up. But I don't know how you did that. Very carefully. I would have pissed myself laughing on that one. Well, it's a good thing I wore a pad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a side but that's like I said I like I try to explain to people they also always expect the mean evil sounding the cruel the demonic and look what I can do cruel and demonic like the next person but <laughs> I can I tell people okay think of you know that that southern phrase Satan in a Sunday head right yeah mm -hmm. uh, for those who don't know what that means it's too sweet to be true too good to be true. And think about this. Why would you run towards something that sounds like it's going to destroy you? Isn't a little sweet sugar and honey so much more alluring? You know, you trap more flies with honey than with vinegar. That is just so very, very true. And that's the whole point. I am sweet evil. And for that, the other attack line is, I am your doom and your salvation. Ooh. <gasps> Very nice. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do on that, and that's what that book's going to be about. So that's that. And I have decided to offer real-time professional domination sessions again. And I'm beating my head against the wall with it. Why? 
Well, let's put it this way. It's been uh, about, what, two and a half years now since I offered it. And that last was in Las Vegas. And I already told you, Las Vegas, for a bigger woman and poor domination, they have mostly hookers with whips. It's not the best ah, place. Gotcha. But now I'm traveling. So I'm the traveling dom. I have put it on Goddess Belladonna. There is, uh, you know, how to contact me and where I'm at right now. And whenever I'm in a location long enough where they can come and schedule an appointment, then I'll accept it. But I want 24 hours ahead. And I'm just going to do basic fetishes because obviously I can't have a traveling dungeon in an RV. Use some common sense. And I'm also don't carry tons of fetish clothing with me. RVing, you need to be comfortable. Exactly. So it's really about service, really about experiencing certain fetishes and you know what i've been getting nothing but a bunch of freaking freeloader requests such as i'll come but you have to do it for free yeah something <laughs> like that well actually my fee is 300 dollars for the hour which is very reasonable right. it's about standard actually yeah that's what i was going to say that's completely standard that's a complete standard and some idiot wrote to me and i don't use that word lightly you know that um I'm very sorry, but I can't afford that. Would you do? The, would Would you be willing to give me a session for fifty dollars for an hour? I said, sweetheart, I make more than that on night flirt. Wow. And then I've been asked for free samples, and I have been asked to uh, travel to his location, which happened to be seven hundred miles away from where I'm at. And oh, but he only wanted to pay for the hour. And mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm I'm sitting here when I read these emails, I shake my head. And, oh, oh, yes, approaches. Do you know I had to write down how to request an appointment politely? Because the first one I got was, hey, babe. <gasps> That's how it started out. Hey, babe, you oh look like you could be cool. I'm into smoking fetish. Can you force me to smoke? The response for me was, hey, Egypt. <laughs> no, I can't, but I'd be happy to cram a lit cigarette up your ass. <laughs> Have a nice day. What did, he say? did he ever reply? I blocked him. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Not surprising at all, though. It really isn't, which is sad. But no, I mean, I, I was looking around. I was I was sitting there thinking, why is that? Am I, you know, am I fees too outrageous in this economy? No, they're standard. Uh, you know, I've been doing this since 1992. Okay, I've got 20 mm -hmm. plus some years of experience. They're lucky I'm not charging triple this amount at this point. Exactly. You know, I'm being polite. I'm, I'm trying to give guys the opportunity to see me live, to come actually experience what it feels like to be in the presence mm -hmm. of a living goddess. Exactly. And they just don't understand it because that tells you just how not submissive they are. I, I, I have come to the conclusion there are very few submissives left. I'm starting to wonder myself. And what is it with everybody wanting to be called a loser these days? Explain that uh, one to me. It's getting old. I don't know. I find that one really old. It's like, okay, I understand the need for humiliation, and I work with gentlemen on it in the sense of if you can compartmentalize it and not buy into it and realize that it is just a small part of your sexuality, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But let's face it. Not a lot of guys can do that. No. So it is detrimental to your psyche. It is. And the way I try to explain it, because I actually personally do not get off on calling people losers. 
It, I don't either. I find it very uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable to me, but if I call you a loser, you are definitely not getting a session with me because I take it in the dictionary term. So, and, and that means it's yeah. somebody who will never achieve anything in their life. They're a complete waste of space and society might as well just hang them, okay? Mm-hmm. Because they're welfare babies. Not that welfare is a bad thing, but they are welfare babies by choice, not by circumstance. Mm-hmm. There is a big, big, big difference. Uh, the way I try to explain it is the only losers I accept into my realm and my presence are gentlemen submissives who lose themselves in me. Now, you want to be my little loser? That's fine. That's the definition thereof. If you could go back in time, mm-hmm. what would you do differently? Not a damn thing. Nothing. I told you I have absolutely no regrets. No regrets. Nothing you would ever switch around or. No, I. You know, I actually spent months thinking about it. I did a lot of meditation on it. I haven't written on the motivational goddess in forever because I just don't have the time for it. And and you know, nothing comes out of it. You just write, write, write. Yeah. You just write, 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 and people are so ungrateful. It's not funny. Entitlement issues really bug me. I really had to meditate on that one time. I do a lot of meditation. And I looked back and I said, well, if I wanted to change that, but then this wouldn't have happened. If I wouldn't have done this, then, oh, this wouldn't have happened. Right. So nothing, absolutely nothing. And that is where everybody should be if you can possibly get there. I agree. I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that I would change for the exact reason that you stated, which is I wouldn't be where I am right now, and I'm perfectly happy with where I am right now. The, you know, since I'm so big on my taglines, here's another tagline that applies to me. I'm perfectly imperfect. That's brilliant. I am perfectly imperfect. On, uh, I believe it's goddessbelladonna.com, I have a page that's called My Philosophies. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's long. I'm a writer, for heaven's sake. But read it sometime. Anybody who wants to actually know how I think. That's a good place to start. That's a very good place. And you're going to go halfway through and go. (laughs) Because it's probably going to make your poor little brains explode. But the whole thing is, here is me, very much in a nutshell. I'm extremely confident in my skills. I earned the title I carry. Goddess is an BDSM title. It stands for the living goddess, because that's how I live my life. Like a living goddess, the feminine mystery. I am a woman, and I am proud to be a woman. There's nothing more glorious in my eyes than to be a woman. And no, I'm not a feminist, and I'm not a female supremacist either. But I am a woman. I am a living goddess. I have experiences that most people can only dream of. I have the guts to live my life the way I want, to the best of my ability. And yes, there will be times and there are times when it's tough. But that's just life. And it only makes me stronger. I was just going to say, battles make you stronger. The battles are good. But what I'm not is, I, I believe I deserve everything I want, okay? I believe that I have a right to happiness. I believe that I have a right to achieve anything I want, and I won't let anything stop me if I can help it. But what I'm not is so over-the-top, vain, 
my shit doesn't stick bullshit you want to know something you need air spray if you go afterwards um <laughs> i'm i'm just a normal everyday human being that's all i mm-hmm. am i'm just an everyday normal human being who has the courage to do things that most people are too afraid to do or they can't do that's just me that that's all i am you know i i get through the hard times by laughing by making fun of comedy. them. Yeah, by comedy. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you ever hear me cracking jokes on Twitter about fencing in a tutu, I'm having <laughs> a meltdown. That means I'm having a horrible <laughs> day because I'm cracking really lame-ass jokes. Just to try and laugh. Yeah, just because I need the laugh. Because I, I, if it's either cry or laugh, and I've cried enough tears in my life, I'm done crying. My chat with Goddess Belladonna continues right after this. Maxim Magazine calls it one of the 100 things to do before you die. The Los Angeles Times calls it the mother of all Halloween blowouts. Saturday, October 31st, Halloween night at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. It's the 20th anniversary of the fetish and fantasy Halloween Ball. That's right, fellow freaks. The fetish and fantasy Halloween Ball is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, and the insanity will be mind-blowing. Three giant rooms on two levels provide you with six hours of erotic intensity and entertainment, featuring... The Psycho Circus, Phantom's Lair, The Red Room of Pleasure, and The Human Zoo, along with the hottest DJs in Vegas and L.A. burning up the dance floor. And don't miss the Lifestyles Expo, where you can pick up all your kinky toys and meet some of the sexiest folks in fetish. The 20th anniversary of the Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball is going to be huge, and I've scored you a discount on your tickets. Simply go to wanttickets.com backslash rubber to save $10 on each general admission ticket you buy. Get your tickets now, because the price goes up the closer it gets to Halloween. Right now is the best time to buy. Go to wanttickets.com backslash rubber and enter the promo code rubber to get your discount. And don't forget to grab your VIP tickets for even more freaky fun while you're there. That's wanttickets.com backslash rubber and enter the promo code rubber. The 20th anniversary of the fetish and fantasy Halloween ball at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. Halloween night. Join me, I dare you. (laughs) Now here's more from Goddess Belladonna. Where do you think you're going to be in like 20, 25 years? Well, see, I'm 45 now, so that would make me, what, 70? 65, 70, yeah. Yeah. Either I'll be stationary and RVing once in a while, Mm -hmm. or I will have purchased a little piece of land somewhere away from the big city, Mm -hmm. have a little cabin on it, have a little garden, maybe some chickens, do uh, some basic homesteading. And I, I, I told you this once before. I have this dream of once a week, I want to have this really 
big, huge, old-fashioned cauldron that you cook soup over a big open fire. And I want to invite people to come. Bring something for the cauldron. Feed everybody. That's like story stone soup. Yeah, something like that. You know? And then be Auntie Witch. Tell stories to the children and uplift people. That's what I want to do. This is where I would like to be. And I'll still be the same demanding bitch and the same. Probably still will chase a slave with a cane if I can. Or if I'm in a wheelchair, they're just going to have to crawl to my ass and kiss my feet. Hey, that's what Well, they're going to have to push you. What's the hell? What's the difference? But my ultimate goal in life, okay, I mean... Everybody's life comes to an end. Sooner or later, what are you going to do? You know, we all die. It's not the end of the journey. It's just the end of a circle, of a cycle. You know, I believe in reincarnation. So my ultimate goal is that when the day comes that I die, and I, you know, right before I close my eyes, I want to look back on my life and I want to say, I have lived a life well lived. I have no regrets. I have nothing that I want to say, God, I wish I would have done this and I never did. I want to look back and say I have met the most amazing people in my life, both good and bad, because bad people sometimes are amazing too. They're just misguided. And uh, I want to look back and say, yeah, I did it. And in the meantime, I hope that um, I would like to regain. Like I said, I lost a lot of the online boys. I lost a lot of people who I thought were my friends, and I've learned Really? Yeah. No way. Oh, God, yes. You have no idea. When I laid on my stone floor, beating my fists into the ground, screaming and crying when my life crumpled, and I did, when I thought I wasn't going to get back up, when I was really down, I lost 99.9% of the people who called themselves friends and that says a lot right there about people. Yes, it does. It's called fair weather friends, and they're only there when they can get something out of you. Wow. One of my philosophies says, beware of the smile on the face of another and watch for the knife in their hand behind their back. And it's a shame that you have to think that way. It shouldn't be that way. And every single Dom that I've interviewed so far has made a very blatant point of we should not be stabbing each other in the back. We should not be doing any kind of negativity towards each other because we should be unified and supporting each other. Yes, we should. And it just doesn't happen. You know why it doesn't happen, don't you? No. Why? Because people don't believe in abundance. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. They are afraid. Profound right there, my friend. That was so profound. They are so afraid Mm -hmm. that if somebody else gets something, that it's taken away from them. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something, and I'm going to step out and away from the satanic goddess. I'm going to step out and away from everything. I'm going to step right into the motivational goddess for a minute, the sacred woman the living goddess. The universe is abundant. There is enough for everybody. More than. More than. You cannot deplete the universe. You can't. You can deplete resources if you abuse Mother Earth. 
You can deplete trust if you backstab. You can deplete a lot of things. What you cannot deplete is abundance. Because the more we share, the more we work together, the more it produces. It's the more you put in, the more it fills up. The more we women... No, I'm going re- to rephrase this. I don't want to leave the masters out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave the subs out. The more we as humans mm-hmm. stand together, okay? I'm not asking you to be gender blind. I'm not asking you to be color blind. I'm not. I can see colors just fine. I'm an artist, damn it. But don't judge people by a gender. Don't judge them by a race. And I do racial humiliation, so that's funny that I say that, but here, there it is. Don't judge them on an age group. Do not judge them on their sexuality. Don't judge them, period. You want to judge? Judge them on their character. On their actions. On their actions. You know how many times I read tweets of women that I really liked that have become so bitter? Thank you. Oh, thank you for saying that. That have become so hateful. Mm -hmm. Everything is done against them. It's all so personal. Mm -hmm. But they're the ones who make it personal. And I had to unfollow them. Women I liked because I couldn't take the bullshit anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. The negativity. It's its so overflowing with negativity that you're just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Okay, look at this this way. <laughs> Dom's fighting over subs on Twitter? Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. On social media? <laughs> I don't call it social media. I call it DDA because all they're doing is sitting there diddling themselves. <laughs> they should have held on serve. No, that's true. That's they they get their kicks from from everything that's going on as opposed to actually doing something. And what these women are doing or was females fighting, you know, mistresses against masters, uh whatever. All they're doing is entertaining some other asshole out there who's eating Cheetos, jerking his cat <laughs> and saying, "Yes, the cat fight." Yes. You know I'm blunt. I'm sorry, honey. No, I love it. That is absolutely perfectly said because I was saying that to someone else today that what these women need to remember is that these guys love attention, hitting women against each other. Yeah. It's entertainment for them. How is this powerful? Exactly. <laughs> Why would you ever fight over a sub? Yeah, okay. Here's the whole thing. What's the point? There was this, there is this big... Big racial hatred between black and white mistresses going. That's sad. And and, and I'm I'm going to put my foot in it. If you don't want this, tell me now. No, go right ahead. Okay. Here's the thing. When it slows down, the black women started back up again. I have watched Ah, it. so when times are lean. They're starting to act as whole. I'm attacked because I'm a black woman, because I'm a black mistress. But you don't understand. I hate white people, but I want them to pay me. Okay, now I'm going to say something. I have nothing against black mistresses. I think they're just as essential as everybody else. There's some beautiful, intelligent, gorgeous, skilled mistresses out there that are ebony goddesses, proven goddesses, women with class. Okay, so listen to very closely how I said that. I have an admiration for them. 
Just like I admire a lot of the Asian ladies and the Latinas and the whites, I can admire a woman just fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have no competition with them. But when I read this, then I say, okay, if it comes from somebody who has the word mistress, empress, goddess, queen, whatever, you know, an exalted title, mm -hmm. and then you hear all of this crap after... Allah keeps saying, and I wrote post after post of it, I said, make up your mind. Either you are a superior, wise, and worthy human being, or you are a repressed fucking little victim. Make up your mind. You can't be both. But don't you think that there is a fetish out there for the girls who are black, who are coming down on whites oh, sure. in the sense of there's i mean we know there's men out there it's, that love it's, that it's a form of racial humiliation exactly so and that's fine but don't don't put your fucking panties in a bunch when a white woman does racial humiliation towards black men Is, did that happen yes i have you missed that? Uh, live and let live it is a fucking fetish Okay? It's, it's all it is. It's a fetish. So how do we, that's what I mean. So how do we know that these ladies aren't just doing a persona of being bitchy and racist? Um, I would say if it's continuous. Because if you can, you know, let's put it this way. There's some who do this, and then when they talk to a white woman, they're actually really nice and polite, and they're the greatest people on the face of the earth. They break, that's what I mean. They Sorry. break the persona. With them, you know it's a persona. Well, okay, this is what they're supposed to be doing. That's right. great. I have no problem with that. Go for it. More power to you. You, Yay! Yes, I know I'm a cracker. <laughs> Hello. Want some cheese with that wine? But, um... I told you I'm a smart ass. So it's the really, 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 you're, you're calling out the ones I'm that are really vicious. I'm calling the out that are really vicious and who are actually not doing it as a fetish. They're just mean. They're just fucking mean. And I'll call out the, the, the neo-feminists who talk down women in the sex work. And I'll call, call out the fucking mistresses and say, all masters are assholes. I call, you know what? Stop fucking generalizing. There is no generalization. It's on a base by base. Stop it. You're being idiots. Go grow a brain. <laughs> oh, man, you're asking for a lot. Well, I said I was demanding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just for money. I want intelligence, too. She's, she's, you're trying to save the world, and it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I gave up on that one, to be quite honest with you. It's, uh, it, I know. And it drove me too. nuts. You know what? Do you remember all of these books I wrote about financial domination? Mm-hmm. And, okay, some of these books are still selling very well. Mm -hmm. But then I turn around and I see <laughs> rinsers. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah. I'm sorry. That will always leave a bad taste in my mouth. And, you know, there's a place for everybody. Yes, I'm right there. There's a place for everybody. Like, there you know is, what? but don't ask me to rinse you. I don't want to cut or dye your hair either. I'm not <laughs> yeah, if you need rinsing, like if you sit down and think about it, ew. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, you must be some filthy fucking dude. <laughs> you try taking a shower. That's, by the way, a requirement for real-time good hygiene. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm making fun of it. But that's it, I told you, that's the only way I can deal with things. But mm -hmm. but the, the, the reality is, yes, you are right. There is a place for everything. And 
fetish will evolve. Yep. It Always. It doesn't matter if I agree with it or not agree with it. I, you know, an opinion is like an asshole. Everybody has one. And I, I go by, I want to agree to disagree. You don't have to agree with me. Oh, God, no. Please no. don't. Because if you agree with everything I say, that means you are brainless. Yeah, exactly. Some of the shit I say is really goddamn stupid when I get started. You know? <laughs> It's actually not, though. You're making a complete sense. Don't worry about it. No, I mean, believe me, honey. If I'm insomniac I'm, and if I haven't slept in 30 Oh, well, hours, anybody will do that. And, and I start... I start, start seeing aliens at I that start, point. Hey, I figured out where all the pervert and night flirts went. They got adopted by, uh, abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they get called back to the mothership again? Yes, they did. And they have... <laughs> must re- be a meeting. And they still haven't released those fuckers yet. But that, that came out of me being insomniac one day. And I did this whole big blog post and treated it all over. And the next, the next time after I got some sleep, I read it. And I'm going, damn, and I wasn't even high. <laughs> I don't even do drugs. God, I could have given somebody an LSD run for their money. No, I do not do drugs. Don't start rumors. <laughs> um, by the way, that's something else I want to bring up about getting along. Is am, I, am I talking too much? No, you're fine. Go for it. Okay. I, in my philosophy, you will read something, and it says, what you do, how you run your business, is none of my business. I honestly don't care. It only becomes my business when you make it my business. Mm -hmm. So unless you have something nice and polite to say about me, when you use my name, keep it brief. And if you start slender, I won't fight with you at all. I'll go after you legally. Because I don't have time for kindergarten games. So don't fuck with Bella. Don't fuck with Bella. I leave everybody alone. Matter of fact, I want to be left alone. You can be, if you're a lady, you can be my friend. If you don't want to be my friend, we'll still be cordial. But don't fuck with me. Because I'm not going to with you. And I'm not wasting my time giving you attention and bad marketing, traffic, or anything else like that. If you do not have proof and you're costing me my bottom line, you're going to be the one paying those bills. And I hope you have a few millions. So just don't do it. It's not necessary. Mind your business. Mind your Just own. mind your own business. Exactly. Because unless you want to be a little paybicky as a woman, you better leave the cunt at home. Ooh, because, see, she doesn't use that word. No, I don't. So Not unless it's necessary. Exactly. That's the whole point. I have seen too much cunt behavior online. Thank you. Cut it out, ladies. It's not becoming. You can be a bitch, and a bitch is as sweet as a Georgia peach with a very strong inner core. That's a quote out of a book I read read sometime, and it's very true. But the cunt is something very nasty that you need to send to a doctor to be scraped. Ooh. 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 You did notice I'm not naming any names, right? No, and that's good, because I don't want the drama either. No, I don't, because it doesn't doesn't matter. And that's the thing. And we all have cunt moments. 
Oh, sure we do. Okay, I, I, I I'm the queen of cunts. <laughs> I, I've been a cunt before too, but you know the difference is when I realized that I reined myself in and apologized. There you go. Now I won't apologize for some things because I still stand behind what I did and what I said. So. Well, you know what? If I am, I won't. There are some things I won't care. No, but if I'm fucked up enough to try to do this publicly instead of pulling the woman to the side like an immature adult human being, then yes, I'm in the wrong. I owe her the apology that I drug her through the mud in public. I should have took her to the side and say, "Hey, bitch, enough." But I find that even when you do that, it doesn't really do anything that's who they are it's a waste of energy and it all comes mm -hmm. down to energy it's a waste of energy and that's why i said you know what if, if i get upset if i get angry you see me venting sometimes and then you say okay vent over back to the regular schedule program of me being a smart ass i'm done i had my say i'm done whatever the whole point is something else that okay yes we did discuss this some guys really like watching the cat fights Mm -hmm. Just like they like the pissing contests between the guys. Yep. Because they like that kind of drama attention. That's why people watch shows like Survivor. You know, reality <laughs> game shows. That's why they watch this, because it's a train wreck in action. And you just can't look the fuck away. <laughs> and you're so miserable in your own life that, that it makes you feel better. Well, at least most, because I honestly turn the TV off and go, I'm going to go read a book now. Or write one. But, um, but that's usually better. But the reality is that is still a very small group of people. In the global sense, it's a handful. When we're dealing with, okay, I'm going oh, to use a bad, bad word. Ooh, <laughs> uh -oh. Ready? When we're dealing okay. with gentlemen. Ooh. It's a bad word. It is, because you're not supposed to be nice and cordial to them. Exactly. But if you're dealing with gentlemen, here comes the next word. <gasps> Submissives. <gasps> oh, my God, did I just put my foot in it. But anyways, when you're dealing with gentlemen submissives, they don't want to watch fishmongers going at each other. They have that at home. That's Think about that for a minute. You guys are supposed to be the escape. Exactly. But you're not if you're acting just like the bitch wife. Exactly. Why do you think so many people are into home wrecking? There you go. Because they want an excuse or the fantasy of leaving that bitch. Why? Mm -hmm. That's why they pay you girls the big bucks because you're their escape hatch. Do not think that they're only doing it because you got boobs. If they just want boobs, they can watch porno. Yeah, like it, you're supposed to be different. You can't claim goddess, queen, we can claim mistress, mm. you, but, but any of the more exalted titles, if that's the way you're acting. Exactly. You know what? I I am somebody who, if I have trained a, an online sub or real rhyme sub for a very long time, they know everything about my life. They're part of my life. It doesn't matter if they're away from me long distance. It's called long distance training, okay, for those who are not BDSM savvy. It's called long distance training, folks. But they are part of my life. I will pick up my phone and text them to check on them. Mm -hmm. uh, they talk to me on the phone. We have email exchanges, Yahoo Messenger. I tap them on Twitter. And when God says, I need a whipping boy tonight because I had a shitty fucking day and I want to let it out on somebody, they know what's expected. They know they mm -hmm. have to come crawling to me. I'm going to vent like you won't believe. I'm going to 
torture them, well, to the extent they can take. I'm going to rape their wallets if they're that type of guy. And afterwards, when I feel happy and relaxed, the words that come out of my mouth will shock the shit out of everybody. I will say, thank you, my good boy, for making my life easier. You have been a good slave for me today. And you know what, ladies, please? There's nothing wrong with thanking them. No, they might not want to hear it, but just thank them anyway. I do, too. I, I, I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I like, no, I don't, no, I don't care. You're going to hear it. When you're being a good boy, you're being a good boy. You know what? It's a, besides that, it's one of the most revered, most lusted after, the holy grail of true submissive gentlemen. To hear those simple little words. Mm -hmm. That's very, very true. You are my good boy. Anybody who just listened just to shivered. That's what they want to be. Five minutes before, they might wanted to be a loser. But when they're done being a loser, they want to be a good boy. They want to be a good boy loser. <laughs> That's right. Or, you want, or they wanted to be a good sissy. Or they wanted to be a good little slut. Or whatever. But the word good has to be in front of it. Because they, they want to know they did it right. Everybody everybody wants to be accepted. Thank you. And approved. And appreciated. And appreciated. It doesn't matter whether you are dominant or submissive. Mm -mm. Always tell people. I, it, I don't care if you're in a lineup and you get to the cashier. Make her fucking day. Smile and say thank you. I hope you have a great day today. You know, it's such a simple thing, and it doesn't mean that you aren't all that is. And it doesn't cost you It doesn't you take penny. away from your status. And it doesn't cost you a ten penny. No, as a matter of fact, it raises your status. Exactly. You know, it's, it's the one thing that I'm having a hard time with. Sometimes, you know, you hear it as well, and I know a few of the other ladies that I really adore out there uh, hear it as well. And we are being told we're not mean enough oh i hear that all the time we're not demanding enough we're not and i won't enough. can't do it i you know, i'm not going to compromise who i am thank you you know what i was raised with manners thank you in my personal life way before i became an adult you know what i still said danke gnädige herr danke meine frau mm -hmm. okay um Gengeshin, bitte, thank you, ma'am, thank you, sir, you know, please, you're welcome. Once upon a time, these were phrases that kids were taught, and if you didn't use them, you got your ass beat. I come from that generation. It's not physically possible for me to not show appreciation. Entitled or not entitled, deserve or not deserve, demanding or not demanding, they still, at the end of the day, have a choice. They can either give me their obedience and serve me the way I feel I deserve to be served and mm -hmm. serve me in the way I want to be served. They can either tribute me when I either demand it or request it because if you're not mine I can't demand it you have to be mine before I can make a demand or 
they can choose not to. There's an X on every website that you can click. There's a, a receiver or a button on every phone that can be clicked. And there's a door in every dwelling. They can choose not to. If they have chosen to give me their gift of submission. Did you hear that? It's a gift of submission. It is, it is a gift, ladies. As much as I give them the gift of my control, which is why I still demand my payment because these gifts cancel each other out. If they're giving to each other, we are equal. We each have given each other a gift, okay? So if they have chosen to see me, little old me, little fat, mature, and fabulous me, <laughs> I had to do that, sorry, as, as worthy of their gift of submission, I have to mm -hmm. be worthy too. You know, not just them. I do too. Then it is appropriate for me to show acknowledgement, appreciation, and manners. And if I, as the goddess, cannot lead the way, how can they follow? I'm going to wrap this up right there because that is the best place to leave it. Seriously. Okay. Ladies, if you're listening, learn... From those of us who have gone before you, we know what we're talking about. You can get as pissy as you want, but it, you're going to end up where we are anyways. You're going to come to these conclusions at some point anyways. It's just actually, it's easier to learn. Actually, Sue, let me interject something really sure. fast, and then we're done. Learn from us who have gone before you. But us veterans, us older ladies, do not be above to learn something worthy from some of the younger ones, too. We yep. need to work together. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Dr. Sue, for having Bella, you are absolutely, you know that I love you dearly, mm -hmm. and I am, I am honored that you took this time to be with me. I, I really am, because you are one of the few people who I know who honestly gets it. You are one of those people who has a clear head when it comes to all of this and and you are and i've talked to a lot of women understand this i've talked to a lot of women who look at you as their mentor I know. and i have a lot of quote-unquote daughters out there because mm -hmm. they're all my girls to those who who I've, I've given any kind of advice to i'm mama bella and you don't call someone mama unless it's given with love i don't want to destroy so, i want to exalt because everyone's going through their own personal private hell. Yeah, and you never know that the woman that you might have just kicked or the boy you just kicked or, or, or you don't know what they just experienced. You might be the one foot that drives them over the edge. Mm -hmm. So don't do it. You do not want that on your conscience ever. So everybody love everybody. Everybody uplift everybody. And thank you, Bella, for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can all find Bella's stuff that's going to be on the show page. Obviously, all of her links everywhere you can go to dive in to the amazing Belladonna. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye, sweetie. It's not hard to see why she's both beloved in our community and how she might rub some people the wrong way. But that said, you can never, ever falter for being shady or indirect. In my opinion, she is one of the few genuine goddesses in our community. As I said during the show, you can, as always, go to InBedWithDrSue.com 
and find Bella's show page, and that's where you can find all the ways that you can contact her. Don't forget to grab your discount tickets to the 20th anniversary of the Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball in Vegas. Go to wanttickets.com backslash rubber to hit up this definite bucket list party on Halloween night. And of course, thank you for listening once again. I truly appreciate the input you guys are giving me via comments and tweets, so keep them coming. I love you guys, and I'll see you on the next Summer of Domination show on In Bed with Dr. Sue. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.